What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode four of the Level With You show. It is a weekly video game podcast where the three of us and the one of that guy get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. Today, I'm joined by Kenny Castro. Hey, guys. Anthony Dewart. Woo! And my man, Tyler Hadley. Howdy doodly. All right, so sorry we've been gone for about a week and a half. We had a little bit of uh, technical hiccups, you could say, last uh, show, but we're back now better than ever. Earlier today, we did some uh, some of our first Let's Plays, which was super exciting and fun. Uh, so check those out, especially the one for Dauntless. I think you'll get a kick out of that. That one's the best, hands down. Yeah. That's the best, the best one I've ever seen. <laughs> so uh, it's Memorial Day. We've all been enjoying the day off. Uh, how's your weekend going so far, guys? It's pretty good. Yeah. Still a little hungover, a little dizzy from space, but other than that, doing pretty good. Word. You know, can't complain. I've been enjoying my weekend. Got some fresh... Egg rolls yesterday, but so mm. I'm, I've been living life. That's living life. Nice. That's my highlight. I went fishing for the first time in several years. Yeah, was, very nice. That was cool. You catch anything? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can have one of those days. I had a few nibbles. Uh, person I was going with caught one, so I was happy for him. There you go. Were yeah, you so, really? Were you happy no, for I was. Them? I was. I was. Felt good for him. Okay. Yeah. See. A bad day at the office is why. So yeah, there was that. Uh, had some friends over for a fire last night. That's kind of the thing with this weather right now being so good. Mm. Hanging out, having a couple beers by the fire. For sure. You can't beat that this time of year. Mm. What yep. did you drink? What did I drink? Uh, I had a couple Imperial Stouts from Evil Twin with coffee Ooh. in them. I think this is actually brewed in Barcelona, Spain. Oh, nice. Because uh, they do a bunch of contract brewing. Um, so those were real good. That's pretty sweet. Another PBR or two, maybe. There you go. Nice. We've got to cap it off with good stuff. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> Um, yeah, my weekend was also fun. Thanks for asking, guys. <laughs> Tyler, how was your weekend? Was it good? I hope it was. Uh, yeah, I had a good time. I mean, the past few days have been very uh, sunny and nice, so I spent a lot of time outside, and I got mm-hmm. my shoulder sunburn, and I got some color in my face. And, um, it's gone now. Yeah, it's gone. One day. <laughs> it's, it's fading. <laughs> you can still kind of see it. I know. You so, came so. over on Friday and you were looking pretty, pretty red. <laughs> you should see my shoulders. My shoulders are real bad. Um, and yeah, went to a cookout and played some volleyball and other Ooh. lawn games. Um, there you go. Nice. So, that time, time of the year. Very good. Anthony, right. when's your pool going to open? That's a good question. <laughs> i got to figure out how to open it real soon. And by figure it out, I mean i got to have the old man show me. I think sometime this week. <laughs> so we got to have, our, have our poolside episode. It's true. We do. I'm going to clean up a little bit. Last year, the E3 episode was uh, not poolside, but at your house. That's that's true. Yeah, we should do a bolt poolside this year, maybe. can do it. <laughs> nice. You need a lot of extension cords. A lot of extension cords. We're going to bring my whole computer there. Put, I'm putting the whole computer in the water. <laughs> I'm gonna Underwater computer. Make it float. Mm-hmm. We have a true uh, floaty, floaty podcast. Crazy. E3's in like two weeks now, guys. That's insane. Yes, that is. It's around the corner. Right around the corner. Um, there was some news ahead of that. We'll get to that when it's cruising for a newsin'. But for now, we're going to get into what we've been playing this past week or week and a half. So uh, I think we should start off with some observation. We just did a little Let's Play together in the other room. Uh, Anthony, you've already watched it, so you had some, some prior uh, thoughts to it going in. Yeah, but. it was pretty. It's like a huge story experience. It's a big thriller, a uh, very suspense filled game. It's uh, you take control. Uh, and play as the AI Sam. It's system system maintenance and system, system administration. administration and maintenance. maintenance. Okay. Sam, yeah. So you play as him. He's like an omnipresent AI. It's very reminiscent of like 2001: A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty if neat you to like be playing as Hal. Yep. Yeah. 
Cool. And you kind of like you go into it. It's it sets up. It's like oh, you're like so and so kilometers. I forget how it like starts off, but it's like oh, you're above Earth. You're this system. You're helping out this woman on board, Emma Fisher. Um, figure out kind of what's going on. There was some kind of an accident. You don't know what it is. And then it really just kind of takes off from there. But I thought it was so gripping when I first saw the review for it when it came out last week. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up just watching the full uh, Let's Play of it on YouTube or somebody playing through the game so I could experience the story as well. And it was very good, very gripping. And I was excited to go into it myself. Definitely a lot of puzzles, a lot of exploring, nice. a lot of observing. A lot of observing. And Kenny was definitely like helping us out when we were just missing something totally obvious in the corner. He's like... <laughs> He was he button. was just pretending like he knew what to do. I, I, I feel a lot, <laughs> of, a lot of hatery coming from Tyler. <laughs> Has anyone caught on to that? He's, he's, he's I think he's jealous. I think he is jealous. Extremely. He's just got space sickness. I stepped mm, in observation um, and I was I needed. I feel like I said the same exact thing before he did. And then you guys just say, oh. Kenny said it now. So. <laughs> we'll have to go back and watch the tape. He sounds like a jilted girlfriend right now. Ooh. <laughs> Whatever. I'm still trying to get my space legs, man. I'm still like dizzy. So like, yeah. It's, oh my god. It's uh, it can be a little disorienting playing as the floating camera where you're going around from in this very claustrophobic space station. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where the game really shines for me so far is just in the the user interface and how they make everything feel so. Uh, I guess cohesive as a space station, and mm-hmm. even though you're doing relatively simple puzzles, they they convey it in a way that makes it so you're like, you know, super hacksaw to the max. It's like, oh, reference these documents, follow these puzzles. Good, put the little dots where the other dots are. Let's show you symbols, and then you have to match the symbols to what it was Simon yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely some uh, cool story stuff. I don't want to like spoil anything because we're we're still pretty early on. We don't want to get spoiled either, but. Um, we had a couple surprises in our first hour, hour and a half with the game. Uh, what do you think, Kenny? I actually am very much headfirst into it. I want to know more. I want. I can't wait till we do more of the Let's Play mm-hmm. so we can see more of the story. Yeah, I'm sure. invested. Sometimes I do have to look away because I'm I feel like I get dizzy real, real oh, easily. Yeah. Especially but, when you're not the one controlling well, Especially well, when Anthony's driving. Exactly. I was going to say because... Space driver. I was going to say because I'm pretty sure I, I could have controlled it a little better, but Anthony was all oh, over probably. the place. He was like a, <laughs> uh, like a drunken AI flying the thing. I am hungover. So <laughs> I was bouncing into stuff. There was that one part in the beginning tutorial where she puts you in the cube or the little screen. Oh, yeah. And you get to go. And it's he like, crashed okay, go it instantly. Forward. And I went forward. And then she said, okay, turn around. But I kept going forward, so I hit. And then it had to restart me. <laughs> Yeah, he came yeah, right. fixed me. <laughs> he, yeah, he he crashed instantly. It was he good wasted though. no time to do that. Very durable camera. I'm wondering if the game has um, any fail states because I don't think we ran into any. There was at one point where she got frustrated with you because you didn't quite do something. She screamed enough. at me. And she's just like, "God damn it, Sam! You didn't open the lock. I'm oh, yeah, doing she, it myself." She had the, the countdown: three, yeah. two, one. You're supposed to do it at one. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't find the, the stupid box. I'm sorry. And she's just like, I'll do it myself. I was like, I found it. Here you go. You're welcome. <laughs> very mad. She's very angry. But she seems okay. Oh, come on. She's all right. She, we made up. You're just screwing up. I it's am. I didn't know where the box was. Exactly. I'm so confused. I got to restart my memory core. I think she's a very cool character so far. Oh, she's great. Oh, yeah. The voice I'm, work is amazing. Yeah. I'm wondering where, where, where Josh is, the other crew member. Oh. Yeah, who oh. knows with him? I'm sure we'll find out soon. Yeah. Still very early on, so definitely keep a lookout for that because I would like to finish it and hopefully I'll get better sea legs, yeah. so to speak, in space. Mm-hmm. Totally. But it was pretty cool. So yeah, that's observation. Uh, anything else, you guys? 
Mm. Jump into Monster Hunter a little bit, give an update on that. Yeah. So Tyler came over on Friday, brought his TV with him, his little little one, to uh, put next to my bigger one. My we good old, a, my good old 720p TV. Yeah. Well. <laughs> the little tiny you baby. What you, you know, you use what you got. <laughs> it's not the size that counts. It's how you use it, Tyler. Come yeah. on. So we uh, played some land Monster Hunter. It was a lot of fun. Um, I think I'm getting very close to the end of the lower tier missions mm-hmm. uh, so that's still like 30 plus hours in now uh there was there's like these two giant dragons one named diabolos what's the other one uh the rathalos, rathalos. yeah so we took down the rathalos uh and then we were having some or i was like just totally getting wrecked by the diabolos that so. thing's hard it's really hard when you first fight it because that's the one with the it's got the big plates like a triceratops with the two huge horns yep. in the desert yeah it's got yeah. like the axe tail mm-hmm. type thing weird so yeah he was tough and i you know, I said to myself, I feel very underpowered. So uh, I looked up on the wiki what his weakness was. He was weak to water, so we went back to some lower level quests so I could get some materials to upgrade my switch axe. So now it's like a madness switch axe three. Uh, then we went back in and beat it. It was pretty, very satisfying to know that like my preparation was what got me through it. I mean, he helped a lot too, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It sounds like he did nothing, but you know, <laughs> I won't judge. Yeah, like, like I did nothing. Or? You got it's, it's good. Yeah, you Tyler. It. Yeah, you. Oh. Oh, Tyler's, Tyler's put at least twice as much time in the game as I have, so he, he knows his way around definitely better than me. So it's always good to have the friends there too to help you out with the quest and show you like what's going on, especially yeah. keeping track of the monster. Because as we've experienced, it's very easy to get lost in yes. one part of the forest, totally trying to hunt this nice cool monster, but instead just doesn't want to fight you. Yeah, so I mean, I there are times where I do think the fights go on a little too long. Uh, I, I do think that uh, it gets a little bit annoying when you have to keep finding them so many times. Yeah, they do leave. Uh, but I guess once you get better and, you know, once you go back and fight the weaker stuff, it doesn't take quite as long. Mm-hmm. We did one quest that we had to do in 15 minutes. We ended up doing it in like eight. Nice. That, and that felt really yeah. good. We got some good rewards out of that. So, you know, you get to lay the land down too. Yeah. You know, kind of know your environment. We're kind of at the end game where I am, where he was assisting me as far as the initial playthrough goes, um, or wherever the story is, I'm pretty sure. But so, yeah, that's uh, still been a, real, a lot of fun now that I've got three weapons that I'm kind of swapping between. I got a dual blades, a switch axe, and the insect glaive, all with different elements. So, which one are you favoring? Have you leaned, have you been leaning towards one? Um, no, because I haven't. Got like I've only used the switch axe on like two or three hunts, mm-hmm. so I'm um, getting the feel for that. Um, and then it just kind of depends on the monster. If I want to take the the switch axe or the uh, what do I call it? The dual blades. Mm-hmm. I, well, not the, I think the insect glaive is the most fun. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the most power. It's not quite as powerful as some of the you other. You do ones. a lot of combos with it though, because you don't use it right, Wiley. Well. Yeah, probably. We gotta show them. There's a lot of training system. mode. I tried to show them. I said, you see these bugs up here? They turn colors and you absorb them. And you told me once when we were in the middle of the heat of battle, and I'm like, supposed to be, want me to internalize that. Like, <laughs> and I, like, I, I still got something. You got to put it into practice. A couple days. It'll, it'll take a take Hey, a I'm trying to get used to it. We played for like four hours the other night. Yeah, I'd be pretty burnt out after that, too. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, other than Monster Hunter, I've been playing some of that Borderlands 2. Um, I picked up the Handsome Collection from like 12 bucks at one of my local uh, DVD used places. Um, they also had like just a random good game for a good price. So um, I had a Borderlands 3. I've been really enjoying that. Um, 
I forget, you guys play Borderlands? Oh, yeah. 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 I've been going through two, actually, recently with a couple friends on Steam, and it's been pretty fun. Oh, really? But I never beat them. I always get, like, halfway through and then just kind of lose Steam, because it's, it's repetitive in a way, but I love the loot aspect of collecting, leveling up, you know, getting new skills for your skill tree. Mm-hmm. But, so, um, what level are you in your current run-through of it? I'm, like, 23, 25, oh, okay. so you're between what, how about you? Um, I haven't picked it up in a while. Oh, yeah, okay. So I'm, I was contemplating on starting it up again. Um, mm-hmm. Thought I was going to do that next month. Cool. Right now I'm trying to run through the games that I'm playing right now. But Okay, well, we'll get to those. In just yeah. A <laughs> but uh, so now that I'm getting into weapons that are much more creative and inspired than the original few hours, uh, and now that I'm getting up my reload speed, and um, it's just feeling like a much faster and satisfying game. I've got several different quests I can go out on. At the beginning, I was a little, eh, this is just, it, it feels dated at this point, but I'm into it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got one gun that just seems so good. It was called Endless Fire or something. Or It's a fire pistol, like a machine pistol that just has infinite ammo and never has to reload. <laughs> and I was like, this just seems too good. But uh, That's super handy. I'm sure once I get up a little higher in levels, I'll... Mm-hmm. Is there ever a way to upgrade your guns' levels? No, because no, no. that's why there's so many guns in the game. Yeah. They just keep spitting them at you as you. Yeah, just you're most likely you, you might you. you might bump into that same gun a higher level, gotcha. you know, at some point in time yeah. randomly. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's smart because I want you to keep experimenting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I was shocked to learn that the vault can hold like less than fifteen things, like eight things maybe. Mm-hmm. And like people complained about Destiny when you could only put in like fifty or a hundred, and now you can do five hundred. Wow. Uh, I didn't know they had some yeah. space like that. Yep. Yeah, Borderlands is very with... Uh, it, it's good in a way because I feel like you can cycle out and cycle through equipment better, but, I mean, it's better to sell off the weapons you're not using and get some money for them and then upgrade mm-hmm. from there and cycle through it that way. Cool, so yeah, that's Borderlands 2, prepping for Borderlands 3 out this uh, October, or is it September? September. 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 Cool. Um, so what about you, Ken? You said you've been playing something you wanted to get to. Um, no, I've just been playing Monster Hunter just with you guys, oh. and also um, still playing Vampire. Oh, are you? Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So I haven't really gotten through too much with that, just been crazy busy in, in, oh, yeah. in real life, you know? <laughs> yeah, any uh, MK grind? Still, a- still doing my MK grind here and there. I can't, can't let up. I feel, you know, you're not that close, but I feel, <laughs> I feel you, I feel you creeping like two miles away. So the thing, I feel like I've plateaued uh, to the point where... If I want to get better, I just have to go to practice mode. Yeah. Because when I go to the when I'm playing the game, I'm just running into my same patterns of, you know, not being able to extend my combo the way I want to. Not okay. feeling quite comfortable with special move canceling yet. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm still doing the towers occasionally. It's kind of my like comfort game at this point. <laughs> yes, but, but I I kind of end my night with that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Do you guys clear the crypt yet? Dude, we're, we're both at, like, the last stage, but the last part is so grindy. It takes, like, dozens and dozens oh of hours. God. Yeah. So. And I just reset um, 100 chests. Oh, did you? Until they replenished it with God knows what random things. So I'm going back around now, opening up whatever chest I already opened, but now it's closed it's again. Get new stuff. Mm-hmm. Get cool. new stuff, yeah. I feel like all the best stuff, though, is earned through the Towers of Time. Like, it's, yeah. it doesn't seem like I'm getting that much cool stuff from the chests. Yeah. It's, it's nice when it happens. And it's also a cool thing that I learned just through naturally playing it is once you complete the... Um, a story mode or a, a tower yep. that read fight Chronica, you'll see one of the the endings. The spe- no, the endings are cool, but I'm talking about the orbs in the crypt that are like the Chronica vault. Oh yes, orbs. So those are a nice 
easy way to get some mm-hmm. higher tier stuff. Um, no. So yeah, that's you know MK. Um, what about you, Anthony? Ah, just been, still been playing uh, Tales of Vesperia on the Switch. Nice. Uh, going back doing that a little bit when I can. Pretty good, getting a lot farther than I did in the 360 version when I played, so that's cool. I think mainly due to the portability of the Switch, mm-hmm. so I'm able to play it wherever. Um, still grinding through that, and that's been good. I love, and characters are great. The design, I'm a huge weeb for anime, anything anime aesthetic I love, so it really hasn't put me down yet, so I'm glad I'm going back through that. But, did you get that physical or digital? Physical. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Cool. Found that. I had to go to a couple different stores, because I know the first place I checked for didn't have it, and that was like a, I don't know, a rarer print, but I know they didn't produce as many at the time so gotcha that wasn't too bad word how about you Tyler anything same stuff yeah same stuff started playing uh, Fury um, for a little bit I think I'm probably gonna try and play that more see how far I can get through Um, and yeah just Monster Hunter I've been grinding on that with you guys really want you guys to get up to the high tier stuff so you can help me with some of my mainline quests. Yeah, Tyler's been very patient waiting for us and uh, <laughs> kind of I'm going to have so many materials by, by the time you guys are up there. Yeah, at least you are getting some value out of it. You're, is your hunter rank also going up, I imagine? No, I think... So, I feel like your hunter rank only goes up with... I'm not even, I'm not even sure when your hunter rank goes up, to be honest. Because <laughs> okay. like, I've seen people who are like... 98 hunter rank or whatever wow. it's like how does that even work <laughs> like 11 <laughs> they've probably just been playing it you know non-stop since release i imagine i think but. it's a certain like you hit certain uh not story quests but it's like the higher rank like extra optional quests or something like that yeah. and i think mm. once you clear it or clear a certain amount your hunter rank goes up mm-hmm. right okay. probably um and yeah that's pretty much all i've been playing i've still been playing ding dong excel trying to beat my high score but i'm still at 201, 201? on the switch oh, fuck. i thought you were Don't. at 212 no he's at nah. 201 that's why i was so upset when i hit 195 because i knew i was seven uh, away from clearing him damn i mean I've, I've, still... I've hit like 199 and that's the closest i've gotten again Bummer. Yeah, so i feel like it's a two-man battle at this point in time i still have to play it <laughs> I haven't even played it yet. It's worth a dollar, man. I'll have to check it out. For a dollar, you can't really go wrong. Yeah. Just one being of the, stingy One of these days, we'll do like a 15-minute versus play. We'll just hook up a couple of switches, and we'll play Dig Dong XL against each other. Have we not done that yet? We're too busy this. in space. <laughs> we're too busy getting sick in space. <laughs> cool, cool. Oh, my God. So a little <laughs> bit of a slow gaming week for us. Kind of. I mean, I guess we're just playing old stuff for the most part, but yeah. it's all good. We got some stuff on the horizon. Well, not really old stuff. We were just doing the observations. Oh, yeah, true that. We did play observations, so uh, I, I think that came out only a week ago. So mm, Exactly, yeah. Word. All right. Credit, first credit is due. <laughs> all right, now, Tyler, take it away. It is time for... Cruise and for News and all right, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things you need to get through here, so we're going to... All right, off. all right, let's go through it really let's quick. It. Let's do it. All, all right. right, we're going to be talking about some highly rumored next game from From, from Software. Mm-hmm. It was done in collaboration with George R.R. R. Martin. Um, we're going to be talking about Sony teams up with Microsoft for streaming tech. Um, again, a couple of these are kind of older news because we missed last week, but bear with us. Um, Overwatch League bosses leaves for Epic Games. Um, Death Stranding, uh, hashtag create the rope teaser. Uh, new trailer coming in May two th- uh, May twenty ninth. Two days, and, <clears throat> or probably the same yeah, day it'll be this out. goes up. <laughs> it'll be out. 
uh, and the Ubisoft store has accidentally leaked the existence of a Ubisoft subscription service. Womp womp. All right, that's a lot to get through, so I'm going to start it right from the top. Uh, this is um, a story about the highly rumored uh, From Software game coming that's supposedly going to be revealed at the Microsoft press conference uh, in a couple weeks at E3. Uh, so they were. I'm just going to go ahead and read the article that I have queued up here on my phone. Highly rumored next game from uh, from From Software was done in collaboration with George R. R. Martin. A source familiar with ongoings at From Software has told Kumatsu that the project, said to be known internally as GR, um, not sure what the acronym is, uh, and in development for the past three years. It's an open world title with horse riding and collaboration between uh, Miyazaki from From Software and George R. R. Martin, uh, and it's going to be published by Bandai Namco. Um, Key sources say that they've been working closely together on this ambitious, ambitious game, and it's actually an abbreviation for Great Rune, and yeah, so I kind of put two stories together here, sorry about a little bit of the redundancies, but I'm super stoked for this, I'm a big Game of Thrones guy, I'm a big uh, Bloodborne Dark Souls guy, so I mean, this is kind of a potential dream come true. Yeah, definitely a very big dream marriage of properties, so hopefully they'll see, especially with horse riding, I haven't seen horse riding in a Dark Souls game. So the last time we had, yeah, for sure, that would be cool. Um, last time we saw someone of a, a big director slash actor get involved with uh, a game, I think was Silent Hills, when Guillermo del Toro was in that. Yeah, when it was going to be good. Yeah, and that didn't and go they so shut well. it down. Yeah. So, PT. I doubt that'll happen again here, you never know, but... I'm just super looking forward to E3. Hope we can get some kind of, I don't know, I don't, it kind of sounds like games as a service type thing, which I'm a little scared of from software moving mm -hmm. in that direction, but we did just get Sekiro like two months ago, so I think that they've like expanded enough to where they're working on multiple projects and, yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah, the, I think on the only thing that, that I'm worried, I hope people don't take this and think that. We're gonna get a Game of Thrones from software game. We're not exactly, and I'll be honest. I think I saw I was on YouTube a couple of days ago, and I saw like a big channel talking, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna get a, a Game of Thrones, you know, from software game." And I'm like, "Really, guys? Like, you guys got over a million followers, and you guys are out here spewing nonsense at this point." You never know, though. I, I don't think so. I think I think from it's software to speculate. I don't think from software is gonna sell out and try and do a. Oh, the Game of Thrones game like yeah, that. They already had the Telltale series games. Was a Game of Thrones from that too? No. So, so I think we get something original. I think he's just helping with with like some lore, medieval lore, and things mm, like yeah. that. He's probably you know? supervising the writing. Exactly. Right. So putting it in a direction that's almost like Game of Thrones. It's just already so mm -hmm. good. Like I, I wonder. It's just going to be a cool collaboration mm -hmm. because they mm -hmm. both are such good storytellers in their own way. I think more. George R. R. Martin has the world building skills as well as the kind of interpersonal re uh, relationships, yep. and that's not exactly Dark Souls and Bloodborne strong suit. It's super cryptic, and you kind of have to figure it out all yourself. So maybe they'll have a little bit more of a narrative focus. That, that could be neat. But. I'd like it if it was more fleshed out story wise. It's cool. Everything's cryptic. Mm -hmm. It's nice to figure out on your own, but it's also nice to have a little bit more to digest while you're playing Sekiro was a little bit more in that direction like mm -hmm. it, uh, it was more of a for, sort of a story you could follow like a lot of like the first time I played through Dark Souls I was like I mean I absolutely loved it but I did not know what was going on right, not really so it's like, I gotta go ring this bell and I go light a fire now I gotta go fight this big king guy who's also on fire <laughs> and that's I mean, that's pretty much all I got yeah it's kind of an interesting time now too because there's this game that there's some talk about and then there's also the neo 2 alpha which i came out 
recently. Oh, true. Some people are testing. So that'll be another cool thing to talk about later on. For I'm sure. I'm a big fan of Neo. You were not? I wasn't a big fan. I played Sekiro a little bit, uh, but I mean, I also did play Neo before. I just hated that pretty much the whole first part of Neo that you go through that's like the tutorial just mm-hmm. doesn't matter like at all. What do you mean? Because you go through the first part, it's like you're at the castle or whatever, you go through all that crap, mm-hmm. and then you go and you fight the guy, and then after that, you finally start it up again, but nothing you had like carried over, because you can grind for souls and stuff at that part, but I don't think anything else carries over. Yeah. I, it's also been a long time since I played Neo, but I remember kind of being just a little iffy on that. part turned you off? Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Well, uh, I... I like Neo a lot. It looks like the second one they're going to have uh, character customization, so... That'd be cool. That's a big departure. The first one kind of had a semi-bland main character. I think it'll be neat to kind of be able to create your own. Later, the lady. All right, so moving on from that, next story we've got. Uh, this is a little bit old now, as we, as we said. Uh, you might have seen this already, so we won't harp on it too much, but uh, Sony is teaming up with Microsoft for their streaming technology, so... Um, that's kind of a big deal, guys. I mean, Microsoft and Sony palling around, sharing technology. We haven't seen a combination like this since uh, Nintendo did the Philips CDI thing. <laughs> we know that worked out. <laughs> but hopefully this will be a lot better. I mean, we're way past Oh, no, that. definitely. I think, I think like I said, um, I've said before, I think it all just comes down to Sony not being not having a big grasp on the cloud and on the cloud services mm-hmm. and why waste resources on trying to develop your own if you could just buy and partner up with Microsoft. True. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, aside from that, it's not it's nothing else to read into. Just that. Hopefully, maybe we could get the cross play for PS Five and all the next gen, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, it's just still just this trend of Microsoft being so willing to uh, collaborate and. Playing nice with Nintendo, playing nice with Sony. They just they know that they screwed up last generation, or at least the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And they've uh, Philly Spence, the uh, head of Xbox, he's been doing a good job trying to write the ship. So, um, you know, I, I don't think this is going to change much. They're still going to be each other's number one competitors, uh, mm-hmm. but. But I think this definitely is a in preparation of the Google Stadia. Oh yeah, that's true. We should mention that. Yes. Yeah, so. I think this is Sony prep preparing itself for the Google Stadia because I think this is going to help Sony with their PlayStation now. Mm-hmm, for sure. You know, because they had had that as a cloud based service, but it wasn't the greatest. Mm-hmm. You know, before. So I think they might use this to extend that forward into a whole new area and platform. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Stadia has a lot to prove. Um, Google's first foray into gaming. I'm not I'm not optimistic about it being successful uh, at this point. I think it's sort of too soon to launch an only streaming type of service. I think that it's going to take I don't think so. Off. I disagree. I yeah. think it's like the perfect time to launch something like that, mm-hmm. especially with everything that they're talking about it being capable of. Like that whole thing where you can be watching a YouTube video and jump into like a save state that someone else has made. That's pretty awesome. That is a very um, cool idea. But I mean, yes, they have a lot to prove. And if servers are going to actually hold up and be a viable option for, for gaming. And and I think I feel like they maybe just announced that they were going to announce pricing and stuff like that soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't recall exactly. I wish I wrote that down. But that's another big question for me. Is, is it... Uh, is it purely a subscription model? Is it, you know, you pay for a subscription and then you pay an additional twenty nine ninety nine to play this game? Do you ever... I mean, I guess you don't really own the games if you're streaming them, so that's going to be 
Mm. Weird. Yeah, it's a little sketchy on my part. That's why I didn't buy into the whole PlayStation Now thing. One, because it was very, you know, if you're playing a game, certain frame-perfect inputs wouldn't, you know, translate necessarily as well, like a fighting game or, like, Mega Man platforming action like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But if they're able to stabilize it and make something that you are streaming it, but it's like you're playing it, you know, right from a disc off your console, that would be perfect. Mm. I think, like, kind of their whole... Um, thing that they've been talking about is that you can really basically play any of these games on a pretty low level PC Um, I'm sure they're going to have some type of minimum specs requirements for some PCs Um, but I'm also curious is if there's a way to kind of like do a trial and see like how your PC actually handles it Um, it, they would be silly to know for sure yeah because I think it's more about your internet connection yeah PC it should be, yeah. And, yeah, so you potentially could play it on, you know, an iPhone too, if you. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the whole point. You can play it on any screen you want. Yeah, as long as the streaming service is good enough, then. So that's be a, interesting to see. It's totally the uh, one of the biggest question marks um, in gaming. So you guys buying into it? They uh, they they have launch, or are you guys gonna like? No way. I mean, I'm sh- shit. If it's like twenty bucks to like get, I don't know. Like it all depends on price, and it all depends on. Whether they have any sort of exclusives that look great, mm-hmm. um, it's all wait and see. But I, I'm more skeptical than, than Tyler. But I think I'm gonna jump in day the uh, launch day. Okay, you try it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I like the wait and see approach when it comes to that, <laughs> just to see because they usually come out with the first version and then that's you know for a year, half a year, whatever. Then they come out with the you know plus or upgraded version of it. You know, make it smaller, make it bigger, depending on what it is. But it's not gonna mm-hmm. be a box though. Well, that oh, that's true. Right. Hmm. I'm thinking about it the wrong way. <laughs> yes, it's the future now. Yeah, it was me. the future. <laughs> All right. All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, so I thought this was an interesting story. Um, so the Overwatch League boss, the guy kind of the face of the Overwatch League, uh, he's on TV. This is a, the most expensive venture esports has ever done, I think, pretty easily as far as production value goes and getting spotlight out on a certain game uh, the Overwatch League I haven't caught too much of it myself I honestly think it's too chaotic of a game to really appreciate unless you play it yourself on a high level that's why I don't think it's I don't really know the metrics of the success but it does to me it hasn't created the type of word of mouth that I would expect for something that big but anyway Wow, you guys ever check out the league? I've all? never seen the league. I played my share of Overwatch. Not too crazy or too competitive, but I've seen people like when I watch it to play kind of some of it or most of it I should say, high level play goes over my head. But mm-hmm. it's still interesting to see nonetheless, like, oh wow, like this guy just shot this guy from halfway across the map or that one character that can grab him with the chains, pull him over, or just doing kinda of like trick shots to get people like mm-hmm. I know that one map that has the big hole in the middle. And I don't know do you know what the character's name? It's the one with the that uses the chain. It's like John, um, John Roadhog. Roadhog, yeah. It uses the chain to like pull people into the pit or whatever. There's like a bunch of team combos that can be set up with that. Mm-hmm. But I think watching different teams, how they synergize is pretty cool. Yeah. And like how people are able to handle the maps differently or utilize, you know, certain characters as well. But <clears throat> that's neat. I think it's cool that that's coming into more of a uh, mainstream gaming space or more stream, like mainstream sports kind of thing. Yeah, like, I mean, it's been pretty... Esports becoming more relevant. It's been... Uh in like the esports leagues for a while now um it's definitely a huge game that people play mm-hmm. i kind of wish i kind of if i stuck with it maybe i could have been one of those people <laughs> I <still can>. uh, <laughs> not too late um i loved overwatch i mean now mm-hmm. it's just kind of a it's a little daunting to think about getting it with, with, yeah getting back into it would like i think there's probably like four at least 
at least four or five new characters since I stopped playing. I'm sure the meta is um, just totally different. Totally different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It definitely is. It'd be a lot of definitely a, a learning curve coming back into it. But I mean, it's a Overwatch is a great game. I had a lot of fun playing it. I have a lot of fun watching it sometimes on streams or whatever. It's definitely an awesome game. I mean, I, I, and I should give it more of a chance as far as watching the teamwork. And I've kind of just only watched it here and there, and I, I kind of had the same reaction of I, I really just can't follow this. And like they have, whatever. It's my fault. It's, it's my it's, fault. It, it's straightforward. It's not like you know <laughs> you have, you watch a, a you know a first person shooter enough. It's kind of like oh okay cool. It's all you know. And it's all up to the person piloting. It's all up to the person playing really to. <laughs> so, and I don't and I don't know like how the the games themselves are televised or broadcasted um i'm not sure if you're seeing i assume that you're probably seeing like a like an overhead like spectator they change um, it up a thing lot. or something yeah. and you're see yeah i'm sure you're switching between characters and stuff like that now and then mm-hmm. um but again I, I totally see how that could be confusing to a lot of people um especially just seeing kind of like an overhead shot and switching between characters back and forth it can be a lot to take in mm. So going back to the story, uh, Nate Nanzer, who's this fellow's name, uh, confirmed he was leaving Activision Blizzard. Um, in his tweet, he said, it's been the toughest decision of my life. It has been the honor of my life to work with his colleagues in the Overwatch Leagues. It's been awesome to be our public face, but too many overestimate my role in making the league great. It isn't about me. It's never been. It's about all of you. So interesting. He's moving on to Epic Games. I'm sure he's going to be doing some Fortnite stuff. I'm sure that's going to be... Uh, Perhaps the next big uh, esports, or or it could be um, Dauntless. No, what's it called? <laughs> Rocket League. Rocket League. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, Epic did buy out by Rocket Psionics, League. Yeah, indeed. Wow. So That'll that could that see. that could be it. I, I could see that being it. I don't. I don't I, think Rocket League is quite on the same level of Fortnite, though. I but think. I could see it going with an esports. It could be both. You know, I could see I could see him being. The, head of the more variety right. people have to watch, the better. You know? I mean, I think Rocket League is more of a viewer-friendly sport exactly. than like a Fortnite. Do you? Hey, oh, yeah. yeah. How do you watch a competitive Fortnite? You see. That's true. She gets it. You thank you, thank you, thank you, Cortana. So She's listening. She Cortana. gets it. Uh, competitive Fortnite. I mean, it's the most watched game on Twitch now for I don't know how long. Um, People like to watch. Yeah, but you're watching one person. You're not watching a game. Uh, and you just switch around between players. I mean, you have split screen, like GoldenEye style. You have a hundred players though. But um, but also, I want to say, when you look at it, they're trying to get esports onto onto channels like ESPN. Mm-hmm. I believe Rocket League translates easier onto ESPN for esports. You know, league I mean, because because of, because of their you know their their similarities to soccer and all that stuff, oh, yeah. all that stuff. So I think it'll be it'll be easier for them to pitch it to ESPN to host their esports league for Rocket League there. Well, time will tell. Well, I doubt it. Fortnite's the biggest game ever, guys. You guys are like not yeah. realizing how it's big, big in the the Twitch. Uh, mm-hmm. online streaming platform because people watch one person who's insane at the game mm-hmm. and they just watch him play. Is that Ninja guys still doing a bunch Whereas of Rocket League, you're watching an entire game exactly. that's three on three or two on two. Well, don't um, they have four on four also? Well, four on four is not really competitive. It's okay. I mean, you could add in things like replays. You can do a lot of camera switching. You can follow maybe eight players that are favored to win. You could have literally... I, you could do a lot with it. I'm just saying that I think that it could be. Uh, 
they could, I think uh, you could pull they it could off. go with both. But I see, I see where you're saying is it's going to be just an impossible thing. Like you can't just have an overhead view of the entire map, and unless they put a camera in it, some way to do that for certain spectating, it'd be pretty neat. True. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all speculation. It'd be it'd be a much larger production because mm-hmm. you'd have to have people manning like spectator cameras all around the map. So you'd have like probably like, ten cameras that would follow any like high high action areas that, that came in and then people would have to switch to that person's screen and I just feel like it'd be such a larger production than a ro- game of Rocket League. It'd be cool to integrate to VR, put it in mm-hmm. and you control the camera. Interesting. Uh, I, it's a lot to think about. I'm glad it's not me making those decisions. <laughs> Same. Uh, so moving on, we uh, today we got this new bit of news. I'll keep this short and sweet, but we got a tweet coming out from uh, Kojima Productions that there's most likely going to be some more Death Stranding news on May 29th. Uh, they had the hashtag create the rope. So Ooh. we'll see what that means. I know that there's been some talk about the game being like you interact with players in a strange way or like in a, in a new type of way in a social... I have no idea what this game is. I know it's like a third-person action game to an extent, but... Something with babies. You have the little babies. Maybe, maybe it's like babies. baby ball. They pass the babies. It'll be like a football... Maybe that's all it is. <laughs> you write the right message, like you whisper a little message to the baby, like, tell Wiley's head eye. And then you throw it to the other person, and the other person takes it up and he opens the baby's head and it just goes, tell Wiley's head eye. That sounds like game of the year to me. Nah, I would. I'd buy multiple copies of that game. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, Death Stranding, we've been wanting to know more for so long. Maybe we'll actually get a good look at it. Yeah, maybe episode five will have more, more to say about it. I you wouldn't know? be surprised. Cool. Uh, so. This last story I had here, um, subscription services are all the rage nowadays. I mean, even CBS has one now, but uh, apparently Ubisoft is most likely getting one. Uh, A reset era, forum members spotted a new placeholder image for their Ubisoft Pass Premium, which is likely a subscription service by the French publisher. Um, So it's been removed now, uh, but I can totally see this. EA's been doing it for years, seems to be semi-successful for them. Uh, as long as it doesn't gate me off from, you know, just buying the solo games I want to buy, then... Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's not making things certain exclusive. Yeah, exactly. As long as they're not saying, like, you have to book, you know, sub- subscribe this, yeah. us in order to play Ghost Recon Breakpoint, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. Just like The Sims, you gotta buy EA Origin, or be, like, I, the client through EA Origin. I think, oh, that, yeah. I think they're just targeting the people who don't like buying yeah. $60 games, mm-hmm. you know? Why because we're, we're gonna buy releases, you know? But some people are like, oh, you know, casual gamers who might not be an Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, five dollars, I could play it right here and there. Keep on playing whenever I can. Put in an hour, two hours a week. Yes. So if we had to predict the, pricing, what would you predict for this, and what what would it get you? I'd say five ninety nine. A month. A month. But then then I'd say they go with the EA Access model, which is I believe five ninety nine a month, thirty a year. That's cheap as shit. They're not going to go too get, expensive. Do you get new games, though? So EA Access doesn't do new games, okay. but it gives you the 10-hour free trial. Oh, okay. So you get you get to play full version of the game. Yeah, a brand new game, about that one 10 hours. If you want to pick it up, perfect. You buy it, and your progress transfers over. Nice. Is it overall, like, every... It's 10 hours for, like, multiple games, or it's 10 hours per game? 10 hours per game. Well, that's cool. That's good. So, you can space it out over multiple games. So when so when next Madden comes out, it'll be ten hours, and it's 
it's the weekend before release also so you get to start from the friday so if it releases on tuesday from friday until monday you could do 10 hours free trial of the full game oh so when does uh and oh i'm sorry and i forgot they do also discounts so so if you buy the game digitally through ea access they give you 10 percent off nice that's a good incentive yep so i am going to make a prediction that they're going to make it 9.99 a month and you get access to everything okay just do a game drop a game pass type thing because that's been so successful and then maybe even try to get some other non-ubisoft things on there um i could buy into that yeah but i wouldn't get it that's because i there's a lot of there's great there's so they, many they've there's, been like the publisher of the generation in my oh opinion. no i know i buy the games i buy the games straight out but it's just too many subscriptions at the same time yeah i wouldn't be able to tra- keep track of my i'd have to have a excel sheet just to keep track of all my subscriptions <laughs> that's not a bad idea actually no. i should start doing that yeah no, i've got a couple i should um so yeah we'll see i, I imagine we'll, we'll hear about that Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. And we Thank have you. anything else on the docket here? I do not think so. So that brings us to NES Homework, the weekly segment where we reach into our magic little boss here, pick out a game on Nintendo's online service to play, report back next week with our at least 30 minutes of gameplay impressions. Last week, we picked out Wario's Woods. What did everybody Ooh. think? It was interesting. <laughs> it was way more intense than I thought it was because instead of a regular puzzle game where it's like Tetris, you're just controlling the cursor, you're controlling a little toad. And the little toad is moving all these little blue and, like, different colored guys around. And you have to line them up with the bombs. But you need, like, two bombs to explode one line of guys. And it, it's really, it's definitely very different. But I had fun with it. I got to, like, level 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I got to level, like, 8 or 9. I didn't quite put in half an hour because I, I just didn't. But it was fun. I mean, uh, it, I liked it more than I think I liked Dr. Mario. I didn't play it. <laughs> I, I didn't know we were gonna come back to it. I, I spaced out on it. Wario can stay in his woods. Uh, another fun game that like, I think this game came out in like '94, if I recall, mm-hmm. uh, which is super. Again, I just find it fascinating. I never really knew. It was a lot later in the lifespan. Yeah, this is two years before the N64 came out. Mm-hmm. Four years after the Super Nintendo uh, came out, still making these games for the people that never upgraded to the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I think the NES sold twice as many as the Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was strong when they had that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a cute little game. I enjoyed it. Don't know if I'll ever go back to it, but it's pretty sweet. Nah, you said it's nice. I'm not going to go back to it. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I, I might go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of liked it more than I thought I would. I got too many games on my backlog to go go back to. And ever, a game that I didn't play. Yeah, if I'm ever, you know, stranded somewhere with my Switch and I don't have anything new and I'm flipping through the catalog, I think I'd give it another shot. So Take another trip back into the woods. 7% chance I'll play Wario's Woods again. That's high. Seven. That's, That's high. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> I, I would have thought 2%, but... Anyway, so uh, now what have we gone through? We've gone through Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius... Now Wario's Woods. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's going to be our fifth NES homework of the week? It's my turn to get into the magic boss base. Make sure you only get one. Mighty Bomb Jack. Ooh. Mighty Bomb Jack. Never right, heard of it. This is the most obscure one yet. <laughs> um, so It sounds cool. I honestly don't know what this game is. I don't remember. Anybody else? No. I, I have don't. no idea. So maybe it's a hidden gem. We're walking in the walk. We're walking in blind. Okay, but I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Tune in next week to find out our hot new impressions of 
Mighty, Mighty Bomb, Bomb Jack. Jack. <laughs> anyway, this has been the Level With You show. Thank you for watching. We are on podcast services, iTunes, and Podcast Addict. More to come soon. Uh, check out our Let's Plays of Observation. Um, also, check us out on Instagram and Twitter. True that. And What's our handle? Our handle on Twitter is Level With You written out. On Instagram, <laughs> it is LVL With You. Because somebody must have taken level with you. So whoever that is, I'm going to be sending you a direct message. <laughs> Strongly worded um, concerning message. Soon, soon we'll be doing a raffle off for, you know, unfortunately for people listening on the podcast services, you can't see the t-shirt. Yeah, show, but off, show off your shirt. We got, Stand up, we'll be, we'll be ra- raffling off the level with you shirt. Stand up and let everyone see it. Oh, yeah. Show that chest. Mm, there you go. Right here. There you go. Very nice. <laughs> So yes, so we'll be letting you guys know on social media how to be a part of the raffle for the level with you shirt. All right, so that is all. That wraps it up, man. I don't know about you guys, but I'm thinking Arby's. Yes. Until next time, this level with you sign up. Arby's.